Hello, you're listening to Drawn to the Flame, a podcast for fans of Arkham Horror, the card game. I'm your host, Frank, and today I'm joined by a lot of different people because this is a podcast we're recording live from the UK Games Expo 2019. That means if the sound quality is a little bit different from what you're used to, we've done a lot of tech testing to try and make it sound reasonable, but apologies in advance if it sounds funny. And I'm getting a few odd looks from people in the audience because they're wondering why I'm explaining to the other people who listen to the podcast why it sounds this way, but it does. But I'm not actually doing this recording alone, shockingly, because today I'm joined by... Uh, It's me, Peter. Hello. We did, we did actually wonder ahead of time if people would respond to It's Me, Peter in the way... A lot, a lot of the running order was left for applause for that, so I'm a bit disappointed <laughs> it was over as fast as it was. And you've put, what, 14 minutes yeah. in applause? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so we've got a bit of dead air to fill. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Thank it's you. very Thank generous you. of the four people in the room. <laughs> The applause from my wife there, phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, thanks for being here. So, how are you? I'm well, yeah. I'm a bit kind of, um, we've been demoing Arkham this morning. It's really strange to go back to the gathering and the starter decks and people saying, do you think that's a good idea? And me going, uh, well, you can yeah. just <laughs> do that. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, I'm, I'm doing well. How about you? Uh, exactly the same. I, it was, the time went like that. I looked at my, my clock for the first time and it was half 12. But I was like, we're recording in half an hour. I better run over there. And normally when we record, there's a sort of hour, two hour preparation. Obviously, we do our warm up, vocal warm up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You normally take some clothes off normally. Yeah. Um, Obviously, the people in the room can see how many clothes you're wearing for listening at home. (laughs) You'll work that out. Yeah, but um, no, it's great to be here. And the really exciting thing is we wrote to FFG about this and said we're doing a live recording. And I said, please, can we announce an investigator to the community? It may not be the first time I've asked. And they said no, (laughs) which (laughs) they've said every time. And they've made it very clear to me that I shouldn't ask them. But I was like, well, this time, maybe, maybe I could win them over. But no. But what they did then agree to was my second option, which was to send us two cards to announce from a forthcoming pack. But with the little twist being that rather than sending them to both of us, they've sent one to me and one to Peter, and we've not seen each other's cards. So normally when we announce a card, we've, had, we've seen it, we've had a chance to think about it. So can I, can I stress the audience definitely haven't seen either of the cards? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so I'm sort of predicting it to be more awkward than it is normal, uh, normally, because normally at least we've said all the stupid things off air and we can cut them out but now we'll have to just do them live so yeah, yeah. so that's what we've got and then we've got some other things lined up we've after got a that. very quick quiz as well a quick quiz if you're fans of quizzes yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was a quiz that went down very well when we did Arkham in Flames yeah so yeah that should be good fun which I've not seen any You've of as well you've not seen any of that either yeah. so you'll have fun with that lots of dead air coming up <laughs> soon yeah. so should we get on and do the first card let's do it so okay. this is the card sent to you? Yes. I've not seen it? The audience definitely haven't seen it either. And you're going to talk me through it. Cool, I'm yeah. ready. Can you see the screen from there? Okay. Yes. Okay, brilliant. I'm going to go down and display the card. Okay. For listeners at home, Peter is making his way to the laptop. He is pressing a button. And... It's the wrong button. Wow, he's cut the signal off to the computer. This is exactly what we planned for. 
this was why we did a tech test last night. It's great. Uh, yeah, for listeners at home, source computer no signal is what's happening now. Right. Oh. Should, should, I, should I read this out for everyone? <laughs> yeah, go on. Everyone who definitely hasn't seen it. Okay, so we've got a uh, the Mark One grenades. It is a three cost, four experience asset guardian, a single combat pip, and it has item weapon ranged traits. That's fun already. Uh, uses three supplies. If Mark One grenades has no supplies, discard it. Action: spend one supply. Fight. You get plus two combat for this attack. If this attack is successful, instead of its standard damage, this attack deals two damage to each enemy and each other investigator at your location. Any additional damage is dealt to the attacked enemy. Wow. Yeah. It's like a tiny dynamite a blast. Tiny dynamite blast, exactly. Yeah, yeah. that's really good. Dynamite, for a on, dynamite okay. on a stick. <laughs> dynamite on a stick, yeah. Also, no hand slot. It's no hand slot, yeah. Thank you, member of the audience. <laughs> no hand slot if that didn't get picked up by the mics. That's great. Three supplies for three cost is pretty cool. Uh, you could charge it up with cash level three, right? Um, yeah. It's not a firearm, so it doesn't play off any firearm-y stuff, which no. I think is fitting, because that would be weird if you could like- Custom ammunition. Grenade marksman. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. And then spending the supply to fight is is Cool. You have to be a guardian by yourself, though, to be doing it. You don't really want to be shooting everyone else with your grenades. Well, I mean, it depends how you play Arkham, really, doesn't it? <laughs> it, it does, Peter. <laughs> Tell me more. It's nice that it's each other investigator at your location. So it's not you. So it's not you. Yeah. Okay. Is this going to be another one of those Peter School of Arkham, well, as long as you're the last investigator alive, you win? If you've got a lot of enemies <laughs> at your location... Yeah. Dealing two damage to another investigator is sometimes an acceptable trade-off. Yeah, that's true. For, that's true. I don't know, eight damage across your location? Okay, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, that's good. And unlike dynamite, you can play this when you before you need it. Yeah, and then it and sits, it sits there waiting. Yeah. yeah. So oh, the good. issue with dynamite is always you don't have enough resources to play when you need it, mm -hmm. and it's an attack of opportunity when you do play it. Yeah, unless you've upgraded it. Yeah, right? unless you've upgraded it. Okay, I can see that. I like that. I like maybe as well that it's the sort of thing when you've got loads of spare XP that you upgrade into for just more weapons. That's yeah. not another big weapon. So you can have, like our member of the audience shouted out, you can have your double-handed weapon and have grenades for dealing with weenies and things like that. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. And if you double or nothing it, you do four damage to each enemy and each other investigator at your location. So if you wanted to start killing off pesky other investigators... Yeah. That's pretty efficient. Yeah, it's, it's, it's another one we could start to build a Guardian grief deck. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm liking where this is going. Maybe Zoe yeah. with Delve. Yeah, that's good. Okay, cool. I like it. That's really good. It's relatively straightforward. Yeah, it is relatively straightforward. Just apply straight a grenade yeah. to enemy. You know, bang. Yeah. yeah, three cost for three hits. Yeah. It's good. You may be... Maybe you're killing individual enemies and then if you get hit by a clump, that's great. What about the cultist drop in Devourer Below? Yeah, like yeah, yeah, that's, that's a pretty... Perfectly set up to then pick off everyone else with beat cops and things like that. It even compares pretty well to, like, a gun. Yeah. Like the 45. Yeah. It's four cost, plus one fight, plus one damage, but four ammo. Yeah, right? okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Less cost. Less ammo, but more combat. Yeah. And... 
yeah, better in higher player counts, the more enemies turn up. Yeah. In yeah. the demo I was just giving now, we didn't see any enemies all game. And then when the Ghoul Priest came out, we only drew enemies off the top of the encounter <laughs> deck. So the poor guy playing Roland was like, this machete card seems really good. I was like, yeah, that's a really good card. And then the machete was useless. Because <laughs> he's had like four enemies. <laughs> yeah, on exactly. It was like yeah, it gets... Wendy was trying to punch rats to kind of free up machete. <laughs> so, yeah, that was good. Yeah. Okay. I like it. Yeah. It's good. It's fine. It's yeah. nice. I like it. Yeah. But I don't know more, much more we can say about it. Yeah. It's good age, isn't it? Okay. No, it's cool. It's kind of, um, I think it's like flavorful as well. I can imagine playing with people who are like, yeah, got my Mark 1 grenades down. Really? And they'd be like pleased about that. that oh, they can okay. be throwing. You know the Guardian players who are like, yeah, I got my big gun. Yeah. They like <laughs> normally sort of do some kind of macho pose to show off about it. Yeah. 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 I guess. Yeah. You don't play Guardian. I don't. I don't, yeah. don't, don't <laughs> play with that know. kind of person. <laughs> right. Cool. Should we do the next card? Yeah. Let's do the next card. That's really gather, cool. I have no idea what it is, but you've dropped lots of hints about what it is. Okay. Yeah, so before we look at it, what hints have we, have I dropped that you think are real hints and aren't red herrings? You've you've heavily hinted that it's something to do with tarot cards. Okay. Yeah. Is that a red herring? Maybe a red herring. Isn't a red herring, but yeah, maybe. <laughs> So my first thought when you talked about tarot cards and you said you were going to show some cards to me that would make it more relevant. Oh, yeah, I need to open this, yeah. Was that Please it would be like it. a charisma for tarot? Interesting. What? <laughs> correct, correct reaction there. What? Yeah. But that, we, we thought that that was a realistic assumption for this cycle. Circle undone, you get a new slot, the tarot slot, there's only, it's only a singleton slot. Surely at some point there'll be a way of adding to that slot, right? Yeah, I mean you're like asking me. A three XP. You, you already know what it is. A three XP <laughs> permanent card. Yeah. Get plus one tarot slot. Yeah, yeah. That that makes sense. I can imagine that. It's not particularly exciting, but yeah, it would be useful, I guess. So you're gonna love this yeah. card box. Yeah. No. So okay. So it's it's that's a good guess. But then you said something yesterday, which was that you're excited for me to talk about how it changes making decks. Yeah. Which makes me think it isn't just a plus one slot. Yeah. That's as much as I know. Okay, I think we should look at the card. Okay, let's look at yeah. the card. With one audience member is very excited. Yeah. And here comes disappointment. So we've gone back to source computer, no signal. Um, yeah, this is where I fill the dead air with talking about how no one has yet asked me who my favorite investigator is which is good. I've only been demoing, but I've been preparing lots of different answers for that. I was even challenged to say a different investigator for each one. Oh, there's a card. Right. Okay. Hang on. Yeah. Hello. You can look. Let's look. And I'll, look? Yeah, and I'll talk right. you through okay, it. So Ooh. this is a unique ally asset. It's Anna Caslow, the mysterious soothsayer, a three cost asset for four XP and one wild icon. And it's neutral. Ally and clairvoyant traded, one health and one sanity takes up the ally slot. You have two additional tarot slots. I was half right. You were half right, Peter. Reaction, when the game begins, if Anna Caslow is in your opening hand, put her into play. And reaction, after Anna Caslow enters play, search your deck for a tarot asset and put it into play. I hope you can remember all of your tarot cards, Peter, because uh, this really relies on them. But I have a list of tarots open here for you. Yeah. So for listeners at home or for people who can't remember, in this cycle, they released 
a series of one XP, three cost assets, tarot assets that give you plus one to each of the different stats, R for each of the different factions, and then there's also a neutral tarot, and there's a weakness tarot as well that's also an asset, which costs four. See, I was about to take the mick out of you for mentioning the weakness, but actually it's relevant with this. Massively relevant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so what do you think, Peter? Uh, it's interesting. <laughs> Very uh, good. Everyone can drink. Yeah. <laughs> it's really cool. Uh, there's a few things that's, that jump to mind Im immediately. So none of the tarot cards are unique yep. so far. Uh, so this means if you run two tarots in your deck, the second one isn't a totally dead draw, which it was in the past, because you couldn't play it. Yeah. Unless you lost one of the tarots. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, you could run, if you're like a multi-faction investigator, like a Daisy or um, a Safina or someone like that, you could pick one from each and then reliably get them both in play. You could mm -hmm. double up on tarots. Yeah. Because uh, you could have three, right, with her, two additional slots. Yeah. So you could, as Seth, spend eight XP on two copies of Anna and then another four XP on two copies of the Four of Cups and two copies of the Moon. Yeah, and begin the game with most of your deck in play. Yeah, and then you would get Anna in play for free. You would search your deck for another tarot and put that into play for free. Yeah. And if you then had another tarot in your opening hand, maybe that would go down for free. So it's like a 12 XP starting, like the first XP you spend, and then your setup for every scenario is essentially you're on five or six willpower or five or six agility or both. Yeah. Blump. Yeah, blump, blump indeed. And she's got a wild icon, so she's not like the other tarot assets and that she could be committed to something. Mm -hmm. It makes, it instantly makes tarot more attractive yeah. to me, is what I would say. Yeah. Tarot's are, are okay, but they have a limited application. But with her in the mix, they suddenly become far more versatile. Like the extra ones in your deck aren't a waste. You can run lots of them. Yeah. You've got more chance of starting the game with one because you've got her in your deck as well. And you've got four, yeah. And as soon as you put her into play, if you pay three to just play her normally, because of her second ability where you get to find another yeah. tarot, that's, if she's the first card you draw in upkeep, you're still basically getting another yeah, XP's worth all immediately. Of the, all of the tarot except the tower are three cost anyway. Yeah. And you can actually get the tower at a discount. You can, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. that's what I was thinking about this morning. I had to check that the tower, so the tower is a weakness, four cost asset. You cannot commit cards to skill tests while it's in your hand, which is very annoying if you're like me and you commit cards. And it says if it's drawn in your opening hand during setup, before or after taking a mulligan, you cannot replace it. It must stay in your opening hand. It's really annoying. With Anna, you can play Anna for three or just have her enter play and get the tower down, out of the way, dealt with. Yeah. Like potentially for nothing if you draw her in your opening hand. And I think that's a really good way of mitigating a weakness. If she said, when, when you play her, remove one weakness from your deck, yeah, I'd be I, like, yeah, okay, exactly. yeah, that's, that's good. quite a good <laughs> deal. A weakness that's going to tax me four resources in action. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And uh, it uses, yes, because the bad thing about the tower previously was that it used the slot that you wanted to put something else in, something good in, yeah. unless you were playing no other tarot at all, mm -hmm. in which case it's just a tax of four. Um, what was I going to say? This is the kind of thing you normally cut out when we record. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you, you can just play it, and then when you get her, then fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not that when you draw your other tarot, you think, oh, I have to now play this and get everyone. Yeah. yeah, for sure, for sure. I like it. So who, t who takes it? Because I, so there are some people I think won't take it, won't take Anna, rather. 
anyone who can't take more than a couple of tarot are probably not that into it. So the Dunwich investigators who only have one class, yeah, at yeah. most they could take two Ace of Rods, two Anna. You really like Ace of Rods, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was thinking about making a confession that I've actually played it recently and did like it, and I nearly messaged you, and then I thought <laughs> that that would be too much of a come down. So I still hate it officially. It, was it, did it make it into the cast where you absolutely ragged on it for about five minutes? No, I edited that out. <laughs> so we were looking at the cards and I was like, oh, this seems interesting. And Frank was like, are, are you serious? This card is absolute garbage. Uh, and it was like, Frank's never normally like that. So I was like, this card, that must have really triggered something in him that's made him angry. What the listeners don't know, Peter, is that I complain about a lot of cards, but I just cut that out because I've got a reputation as the sunny face of Arkham, you know? I've got to, I've got to uphold that. So, yeah. No, so I think the Ace of Rods paying three cost and an XP for one action, even with a plus two, is not great. The fact that I can maybe get it put into play for free is okay. And when I've had it come into play for free, I've thought, that was okay. You know, so I'm still at the okay level. I must admit, I've never paid to play it. You're missing out. <laughs> <laughs> it's in my Preston deck that I'm, I've got a blind playthrough with. Okay, so that Preston can afford it, no problem. Yeah. And then you're just banking an action and you're giving yourself plus two at some point later on, which he doesn't care about. Yeah, but I, I then like the idea of maybe if you have the spare XP, which I don't imagine I ever would, but putting a couple of Ace of Rods in if I'm running Anna Caslow, because playing Anna Caslow and then getting Ace of Rods down feels like a really good deal. You're essentially getting the action back for playing Anna Caslow, which is cool. And you can have it then sitting there ready for when you need it. So yeah, so to loop all the way back, the Dunwich Gators, I'm not sure they want to take Anna Caslow because I don't know how many tarot they want to take. Mm -hmm. And I think there'll be more intelligent people than us who will sit down and work out what the best ratio is of how many tarot you take to make the most out of Anna. Because if you're getting two more slots... Well, like, this is it. So you'd normally run, what, like five weapons in two slots? Yeah. So four, four five or six weapons, well, well hand, hand items, yeah. in two slots. Mm -hmm. And maybe you'd run two accessories, maybe. Maybe two allies, one or two, yeah. I would say. Uh, so if you've got six slots, potentially, mm -hmm. do you run eight tarot? And who can... Is, is Anna Caslow? The Lola card? The Lola, so Lola can just Lola can like take all the tarot. Yeah. So you could take 12 tarot in your deck. You just play XP. every card in your opening hand before you start the game. Yeah. <laughs> and she could end up with like a weird stat line of 4443. Four, four, yeah. <laughs> You've got your three tarot down. Competitive. Yeah. I don't know. That Calvin likes this. Calvin? Yeah, because yeah, he can grab uh, the pentacles straight yeah. off the bat and also get a permanent boost. Nice. Thank he you, should, audience He should be member. on the podcast instead of me. <laughs> <laughs> we can both trade in, yeah. So, yeah, Calvin likes it. Seth likes it because she probably runs a bunch. Yeah. And I work to her pro stats. I think any 5-2 investigator maybe thinks about it. Like, think about Joe maybe getting six combat, five intellect. If he's running We've talked before about the fact that the tarot's replicate half of what the the some of the allies do the mm -hmm. stat boosting allies so yeah. beat cop milan uh cat burglar yeah that one we're all using yeah uh, nice yeah and they leave your allies slot open for something else to go in there which makes anna an interesting addition because she uses your allies <laughs> <slot>. yeah <laughs> the freed up slot you just freed up then gets filled by her 
yeah. to do more tarot. So it feels like you're going heavier in on a tarot strategy once you do that. Mm -hmm. So my thought about you getting excited about building decks is I think that Anna Caslow, you decide early on that that's what you're going to do. Yeah. I think particularly for Circle Undone, where depending on which path you take, you might end up with more tarot cards than you were planning. Sorry for anyone who's not played Circle Undone. Um, th that then becomes a better fit immediately. Yeah. But yeah, I think, I think it's something that you want to build into. I can't see myself just being like, ooh, I've got some spare XP, I'll just take Anna. Hmm. I want to build a deck that really uses the tarot as my way of boosting. And I don't know what else I then change in my deck. I wonder if there's maybe one more piece of the tarot puzzle to come in this cycle. Yeah. Just like, to push it over the edge. Yeah, yeah. I think either some way to burn cards in your hand more easily or burn cards in play. Yeah. Okay. Might help. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be good. We were speculating yeah. as well about what's she called? Gloria Fine, is it? Jacqueline Fine. Jacqueline Fine, that's it. She's gonna be the tarot card investigator. Yeah, so I um to listeners, I'm a huge Jacqueline Fine in Eldritch Horror fan. I just think she's great. And her ability in Eldritch Horror is when something bad happens to another investigator, she gets clues, which I just think is so good for a co-op game of someone sort of rubbing their hands in glee as everyone else is having a really rough time. They're like, oh, this is going really well, guys. So I love thinking about how she'll end up as an investigator in this game because we don't have bad things happening in quite the same way. But she's also, um, a, she's not a soothsayer, but she's a mis uh, psychic. So yeah. maybe she'll have something to do with scrying and tarot cards and things like that. Maybe. I don't know. It would be cool if she did something with tarot, but... You don't think she will? I feel like tarot is circle undone. I feel when, like when tarot is circle undone and she's not in circle undone. So it would be really weird to release someone and oh, say well. she's got great tarot deck building rules, but that's in a different cycle. You can wait and see. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. And you can apologize when I'm ready. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I won't put this episode live. No one will ever know. The two people in the audience, you know, won't, they won't hold me to account. Yeah. Do, do, do people use tarot cards much? Yeah. Show of yeah. hands. Show of hands. One, two, three, four, five, six, seventeen, hundred, hundred and sixty. <laughs> oh, my word. It's only a fraction of the thousand people here raise their hands. That looked, actually, that did look about a third of the people here. Yeah. Raising their hand, which is about what I'd expect. Yeah. Yeah. I, they're, they're, they're good. They're fine. It feels, I think the feeling of getting one to play for free is good enough that it's worth doing. Yeah. Getting something for free, is, that's, that's the best. Yeah. And, and fan of the show, Glyn, said that he'd done the maths on it and worked out that if he gets one, one, one every three scenarios yeah that's worth it so he just kept a tally of how often he saw it and if he broke even on one of three he was happy and that maybe that's the other thing that when we look at the tarot we're like oh but if i don't see it in my opening hand it feels really bad but maybe we should be expecting to only see it in our opening hand less often yeah maybe maybe we should do an episode about tarot more in depth no lots of maths <laughs> okay, okay should we, yeah. should we move on yeah we're going to do Quiz? Yeah, I'm ready. Right. Okay, we need a volunteer from the audience, though. Is there anyone a volunteer? It's a chap standing up there. Wow, look um, at that. We also we have a microphone that we can pass around. So if, so you, if you, you stay there, can we pass the microphone to him? Right, so if you came to Arkham in Flames 
and you came to the quiz in the pub. You remember we did a round on the quiz where um, uh, Frank and I's respective wives uh, described the art on Markham cards and people had to guess what the card was. Uh, it wasn't controversial at all. Uh, <laughs> it definitely wasn't the most popular round yeah, of yeah. the quiz, the only round that you hadn't written, Peter, was yeah, it? Yeah, thanks for that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, just to be clear as well, Vicky and Andrea, neither of them have played Arkham Horror. Certainly my wife has no plans to ever play it. <laughs> The laughter you may be able to hear on the recording. It's my wife laughing. Um, so, and we sometimes get them on as guests at the end of cycles to give their impressions of cards, which are based off the, the colours that the cards have used, maybe the pictures on them, things like that. Um, so we decided to play on that in Arkham and Flames and do a round based off non-Arkham players and what they thought of things. Make sure I can't see. Oh, yeah. So do you want... All of Andrea's ones, or do you, should we alt alternate? I think alternate. Okay, cool. I don't, oh, I don't mind, yeah. So the, uh, Peter asked Vicky and Andrea to do five cards each. There's two from each cycle and two from each faction. Is that right? Yes. No neutrals? No neutrals. Okay. Um, and Peter's going to read out a description, which I don't know what card it's for, and friend in the audience also doesn't know which card should it's we ask for. Him, should we ask him his name? What's your name? Matt. Matt. Lovely to meet you, Matt. Hi, Matt. Uh, there is a prize for this. There's a, a fantastic draw, drawn to the flame t-shirt, uh, which we'll, we'll get to you later. Um, I'm, I'm not wearing it right now. There's another <laughs> drawn to the flame t-shirt, not the one I'm wearing now. Yeah. Oh, drat. Yeah. <laughs> Collector's item. Yeah. So shall I start? Do you want to go yeah. first? Um, no, Matt, Matt, if you want to go first. Sure. Yeah. Uh, are you sure the first one's quite hard? Okay, fine, I'll go first. <laughs> so audience, feel free to help Matt, because um, some of these are a bit obscure. Um, I'll have to censor this one, because she's sworn quite a bit. Uh, <laughs> this is Vicky, so this is Vicky's first card. Okay. Um, she's saying uh, the... Oh crap, full moon, just about to turn into a werewolf realization. Okay. Is oh it? crap, full moon, a card with a moon? Yeah. The moon would be too obvious, clearly. <laughs> no, uh, we're on the spot here because everyone's yeah, staring yeah, at you. Yeah, yeah, and I thought that this would be the challenge of this, <laughs> this for the podcast is that it might be fun for me racing through every single card in my head, but that doesn't necessarily come a lot cross I'll give you um, a, I can give you a countdown um, is it from is it a mystic card you want a clue <laughs> okay it is a mystic uh, yeah card. I think yeah, I know which card it is yeah is it drawn to the it's flame drawn to the <laughs> yeah. flame yeah <laughs> <laughs> thank you that's one point to Frank okay second card Matt you ready for this oh yes uh, uh, teenage Ninja Mutant Hero Turtle goes undercover for a date with a human. Will she recognise he's a turtle? Good lord. <laughs> wow. <laughs> These are all player cards, yeah. I can tell you what the faction is. This is a seeker card. Oh, you didn't, you didn't give him a clue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, yeah. You, if you think if you know people what it have is. ideas. Sorry? <laughs> Florian got it already. 
Ooh. Any ideas? I'm having a hard time. I play Mystic, I'm sorry. It's <laughs> if, if, if you think about where a teenage mutant, a teenage ninja mutant hero Corset. turtle would live. Yeah, it's Corset. Yeah, it's Corset. Yeah. <laughs> so, someone said it. Say it again a bit louder. <laughs> yeah, the audience can help Matt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If Matt wants to help. Shortcut. Shortcut. Absolutely right. Yeah. Wow. Nice. <laughs> One each. Okay. Okay. You ready? This is the, I'll do all of Vicky's first. Right. Okay. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and she said, "Just she, uh, she's referencing a private joke between Vicky and my, uh, myself." Yeah. Okay. Uh, just your standard underground prison illegal fight ring. Oh, okay. Is it a Guardian card? It is a Guardian card. Is it Mano a Mano? That is Mano a Mano, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Easy peasy. That feels good. <laughs> it's a shame we don't have the art to show, but you know, that's too complicated for us. Okay, you know, normally, we can't even see each other, let alone other people. <laughs> that's normally, I just get to look at my own computer quietly while I record. Mark, you ready? Go ahead. This one, this one you should be able to get this. Uh, when your cat has been possessed by the devil... Yeah, it's another, it's a corset survivor card. I'm surprisingly terrible at this. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Stray cat. Stray cat? Stray cat. Yep. Yeah. Spot on. Nice. Well done, Matt. Very good. Uh, <laughs> this, okay. Uh, you ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready. Uh, when your taxi driver goes for a smoke and waits for you to try and wrangle your pissed mate into the car who's currently resembling an eight-legged monster. <laughs> oh, um, you handle this you one. You handle this one? Yeah. Well done. <laughs> I would not have got that. <laughs> How many eight-legged monsters are there? All of these first looks are paying off. All of the time I've spent staring at the cards, you know? Okay, right. So next, Matt, you ready? Is it three all at the moment? It's three two now. Three two, yes. Sorry, you're one ahead. Uh, okay, uh, so we have, uh, this is from Andrea. Uh, a young woman toasts marshmallows on a campfire or a cosp could possibly be some sort of dead animal on a stick. True survivor. True survivor, yeah. Wow, Matt, that was good. Thank you. No hesitation, yeah. Okay, Frank, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Uh, this is Matt Damon in a hat playing cards. <laughs> Simple. One, two, three. Matt Damon, Matt Damon in cards, a hat cards. playing cards. Wow, Matt knows it. He's waving at me. <laughs> wow, it's a little bit, of, little bit of sort of antagonism going on here. <laughs> Matt Damon in a hat playing cards. High roller. It is high roller. Yes. Well I don't know why you... Polite applause from the audience there. Not enthusiastic applause. I've never seen Matt Damon in a hat like that. It's the hat that makes you think it's not Matt Damon, hat not the face. Hat Damon. Thanks. <laughs> uh, right, uh, Matt, again. Um, is it a robot? Is it a gun? Is it some sort of terrifying illuminated insect? Who knows? Is it's it a, a robot? One. Is it a gun? Is it some sort of terrifying illuminated insect? Who knows? I've not even read that one before. That's, that's great. It's poetic. All I can think of is maybe lightning gun. Point to that man. Yeah, nice. Okay, are you okay. ready? 
So we've had Survivor, so Rogue, and Guardian cards. So we've got Seeker and Mystic left. Oh, okay. I'll give you that one for free, Matt. <laughs> Taken. There's two of each. There's two of each. Right. Yeah. Okay, you ready? I'm ready, yeah. Uh, a woman wearing a really nice headdress, but with the scariest eyes you've ever seen. Although they do look a bit like those Capri's mini eggs you get at Easter. Uh, and then yum, she's put. Oh. Oh, sorry, start again? <laughs> a woman wearing a really nice headdress, yeah. but with the scariest eyes you've ever seen. Mm. Although they do look a bit like those Capri's mini eggs you get at Easter. Is it prophesied? It is, yes. Well done. Yeah. You've got to get this one to stay in the game, Matt. This is, actually, this is the last one. So <laughs> It's over either way. Uh, a curly-haired young person has their hands on a wall. They're wearing dungarees or at least a nice pair of braces. Wow. What are they doing? Just hanging out? Yeah, touching a wall. <laughs> and we think it's a seeker card. It's a seeker card, yeah. Oh, okay. Andrea, for the audience at home, is miming the card as well. If you were at Arkham in Flames, this is very like the description for one of the other cards that was given. <laughs> oh, okay. Do you know what it is now? I know what it is now. And it upset people. It, it, there was... Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was the controversial card. Am I going to be upset? <laughs> I tell you, if I can... I mean, if you guess the answer for the other one, for this one, then you'll be furious. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to. Hang yeah. on, hang on. I'll, I'll read out... What? Yeah, so, so the original clue at Arkham and Flames was that bit in police dramas where they put everything together with string and pins to discover the killer. Oh. And a lot of people guessed the woman with her hands on the wall card yeah. as the answer to this card, I'm thinking. Connect the dots? Connect the dots is right. Yeah, nice. <laughs> what I forgot when I was putting it together originally was that guidance... That, that description matches exactly guidance and working... Uh, can, no. Connect the dots. Connect the dots. And he said working a hunch there. Which is similar as well. Is it? It's someone with a peeling a thing off a wall. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Thanks for joining us Thank for you. our fun little quiz. Well, that was a, that was a draw, and I haven't got a, I haven't got a, a tiebreaker. So um, shall I just say he... Oh, we could just keep going, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. Well, uh, I, I don't know how to discover a random card. Can someone... There we go. <laughs> Which is the full collection of one audience member is now coming out <laughs> to be shared. Yep, it's me. Picture uh, on screen if you, if you pass it towards... Uh, oh. <laughs> Well, okay. If they get it, they get it Andrea, if you go near Matt with the microphone, we can. Uh, yeah. Oh, did he see it? Oh. 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 Nessa, did he see it? It looks like. <laughs> wow! Live. This is the process. <laughs> Welcome to my brain. It look, sort of looks like the World Cup. <laughs> surrounded by light. The World Cup surrounded by a light. 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 Just light. Oh, okay. Yeah. No recharge. <laughs> it's not recharge. This is over to you, Matt. Matt to steal it. Have you seen this card, though? I honestly haven't. 
Okay, cool. I'm ready for you to oh. take me down. I, I I'm not going to be able to. The <laughs> World Cup surrounded by a light. Well, okay. That's not very good. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So do we, do you, what's the what's the faction? Mystic card. <laughs> it's a mystic card. <laughs> no pressure, I, Matt. I do. <laughs> the World Cup surrounded by a light. What's the next clue? Is it the event, the card type? Can you give us the cycle that it's from? Oh, that's oh, not going to help. <laughs> oh, okay. No. It's from Carcosa. Carcosa Mystic Cards. How many can there be? Let's just run down while we fill this <laughs> blank space. Right. The Carcosa Mystic Investigator was a catchy. Hang on, hang on. Have you got an update? Have you just changed yeah. your mind about what, what it looks like? Yeah, now I've actually zoomed in on it. Oh, okay. It's not the it's World not Cup. It's not the World Cup. <laughs> it looks like the Statue of Liberty's flame. Mm. Don't it's know whether that's Surrounded by light easier. or with no light this time? Okay. Any guesses, Matt? No. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of it. Go on, what's, give us another hint. Okay, so we just saw the grenade. Pick Mystic on what the grenade's Oh. Oh. I, I know the card, but I don't know the name of the card. <laughs> yeah. If you could, if you could tell... Is it the first ever Drawn to the Flame announced card to the community? I think it is. It begins with a st or m of storm of spirit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, that's a little woman, isn't it, in there? Yeah, I think it's it's a lady. Or the World Cup. Waving that's her arms fine. around. Cool. Yeah. Are we? Would, were we tied on that, Matt? I, I say we give that to Matt. Yeah, I'm happy to give it to Matt. Right. Yeah. Congratulations, Congratulations Matt, Matt, and audience members for helping. Thanks, Matt. Do you want to pass the mic back to... This episode's going to be fun to edit, isn't it? <laughs> I'll just put it up completely. Just list, just slap it up there. Yeah? Done. Do you care <laughs> nothing for our audience, Peter? <laughs> We, we've only got about five minutes left, I think. So okay. should we go through what we're doing for the rest of the weekend? Yeah. I mean, go on then. <laughs> right, so tomorrow, what we're doing for the rest of today is we're demoing uh, Arkham Horror, the card game. Uh, the living card game, to give it its full <laughs> title. Yeah. Uh, over at the FFG stand in Hall 2. I imagine most people here can already play it. It'd be weird to come and see us spoil some cards if you didn't know how to play the game. But if you know anyone who, d who can't play and wants to learn, we're over there. Andrea. Yeah. <laughs> um, then tomorrow we're doing some organized play. So we're running two sessions of, uh, I always get this wrong, Guardians of the Abyss. So in the Correct. morning we're doing the Eternal Slumber. Yep. And in the afternoon we're doing Knights Usurper. Um, I think lots of you have signed up for it already. Certainly, yeah. Uh, and you'll probably already be in teams. If you're not in teams, if you let us know when you arrive and we'll slot you in with people who haven't got teams yet. So there's two sessions for that. Um, the results from the morning session will be used to set up the afternoon session. So the better the people in the morning do, the easier job the people in the afternoon will have. Then on Sunday, we're doing a Depths of Yoth standalone challenge. 
So you turn up with your uh, your decks and you try and get as low as you can. Mm-hmm. So yep. I know some people haven't played Depths of Yoth, uh, but basically it's just a big cavern. You try and get down as deep as you can, keep on going, um, and yeah. How low can you go? How low can yeah, you go, yeah. Exactly. And we did that at Arkham in Flames, and the lowest anyone got to was eight and a half. I don't know how they got a half depth. They found like a, they got stuck on the stairwell or something. But so if you can get to nine, you're doing very well. That last turn took them about half an hour because they were desperately trying to find out of a way of everyone dying. Yeah. I think there was one person left alive and she just had like a pile of tokens of health and, dam- health and sanity yeah. damage on it. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. So yeah, it'd be great to see folks there if you want to do it. Yeah, and if you don't want to come to events because you're doing other things or playing competitively, come and say hi anyway. We're a lot nicer off air than on air. (laughs) Speak for yourself. (laughs) I knew you were going to say speak for yourself as well. This is the nicest Peter's going to be all weekend, you know. So, yeah, Uh, great. Brilliant. Well, that's it. That's it. Thanks very much for coming along. Thanks very much for listening. Thank you. Thanks for applauding. Anything else? Um, No, I don't know. If you want to email us, we're on drawn to the flame podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Patreon. We're drawn to the flame on there. You can buy our t shirts on Designed by Humans if you want a t shirt or a jumper or things like that. There's lots of options. Uh, we're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Peter, how can people get in touch with you? I always say we should record this bit and then we don't have to worry about doing it every time. And then we I've ne- got it down. I've got it down. <laughs> I'm good. Just to think how much time we could save. You'd learn French. Yeah, I uh, I'm I'm United everywhere. So that's U N I T L E D. I'm on Twitter and Reddit and Discord and everything. Mm. How about I, you? I've been spending the time when I say it to actually learn more cards. So I like now that I can just do it as a patter. I'm normally on Arkham DB, just memorize another couple. You that's know. why you were so good at the card description game. There you go. It's paying off. I've been I've been training two years in training for this moment. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm FB on Twitter, EPH underscore B E E. And I'm around the place as Zooey Glass or Zozo. Uh, Do say hello. Yeah. Thanks very much for listening. Thank you. Bye-bye.